You are listening to 4 Raw from 4 Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Virgil, how good does that feel? Yeah, unbelievable. Obviously, it's we know it's a very tough place to come. We see uh, other teams struggled here a lot, uh, and you know, for us, it was just the result was very, uh, very important after the international break. It's always diff- difficult to come back and uh, play, you know, as well as we want to play. Um, but yeah, three points, and uh, yeah, that's the only thing, obviously. Especially after the first half, it just didn't seem like the, the Liverpool team would become accustomed to this season. Yeah, we were, we were sloppy in uh, in ball possession, and and obviously, you know, uh, they got the penalty, and that helps helps them a lot, give them confidence as well. And um, I think at times uh, we played well, but obviously we need to do much better. And uh, but what I said, it's not easy to come back after an international break and and play as good as we want to play. Uh, but for us today, the three points was uh, was massive. And Sadio as well, a victory for Endeavour, wasn't it? Really, he was didn't get any luck in that first half. A booking that he picked up too, uh, to to stick at it and get the yeah. goal was all what Sadio yeah. all about, isn't it? Definitely, I think uh, you know, with with the quality we have up front, you know, every. If you give them any small opportunities, they're gonna, you know, kill kill it. And I think today uh, you could see it as well. Was it a feeling of relief to celebrate the goal with with Mo and the fans at the end? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, we keep pressing and, and had opportunities, and obviously it helps a lot when we uh, when we scored the early goal after the after the break. And uh, yeah, it was a big relief. It just finally sets us up for a massive week or so now, doesn't it? Two Man City games and the derby. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think every every player wants to, you know play these games and uh, we're going to prepare us very well and um, be ready for it. target free header as well for the big Dutchman and so Luka Milovojevic he's been pretty spot on from the penalty spot but did miss here against Manchester City doesn't miss today though and Crystal Palace have the lead Salah trying to buy himself a yard we'll find Milner Firmino Milner again Mane 1-1 Brilliant from James Milner, picked out the pass, picked out Sadio Mane, and Liverpool are level. And then it will cut, oh, Benteke's in. It broke off a Liverpool man, and Christian Benteke handed the chance to score, and he doesn't take it. Milivojevic. He's only got a couple of goals this season. He could have another, though, now, because Townsend is in, and finds Benteke who's missed again, and Liverpool survive again. Roxley chamberlain Liverpool again looking dangerous. They have for such long periods of the game, and Firmino, and Mohamed Salah! You're just not going to stop him when he gets a chance like that! And for the third time in four seasons, Liverpool have come from behind at Selhurst Park. This is 4Raw. 4Raw is an official podcast of 4 Fields of Anfield Road. We are at www.foresight.com, a great international community of Reds. And welcome to the show. My name is Joe. I'm your host for the show. Uh, once again, I am not alone. Uh, this time, currently joined by only one guest, but hopefully we have another one. Uh, our usual uh, tactical boy, uh, Cameron, who hopefully, fingers crossed, jumps on later. But uh, right now on the line, say hi, I'm, uh, Aaron. Hey, what's, what's good, man? It's good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, perhaps a little bit late in the day to be analysing uh, Palace... Um, uh, Liverpool, but let's touch some 
let's touch on some uh, of the key takeaways uh, from this game. But of course, um, we know uh, that much of the talk um, for this week and t- t- since yesterday, since the weekend, since that result till today to tomorrow uh, is going to be about um, that first league, Champions League game uh, against yep. City at Anfield. So that's going to be dominating uh, the discussion and that's going to be dominating this podcast as well. Um, but let's let's uh, touch on one or two things uh, about this Palace game. So um, as we usually do, um, your two-minute uh, wrap and views uh, takeaways from the Palace pool game. <clears throat> Go ahead. Um, Christian Benteke, man of the match. I think he's played a, a pivotal role in, in us. Um, getting what we got out of that game. I think the first half... For missing we, we as, really, many, as much as he did, right? <laughs> I mean, seriously, man. He was... Sacco, too. You know, I don't know if it was yeah. an inside job or what, but listen, um, the first half, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't good, let's be honest. And there were those moments of, is, is it going to be one of those days? You know, the lunchtime kickoff, the, the well, 7 o'clock here in the States, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, early kickoff um, after the international break, you know, the, all these whole hoodoo things we have to deal with. Is it going to be one of those days? But, you know, at halftime, me and my son, we got together, we were talking, and I thought we'd get it back. I thought we'd get it back um, at the least a draw. We did get the draw, and then, of course, Salah pops up. Um, but definitely made up. You know, when you can win games like that, and it's not pretty um, by hook or by crook, when you can pull them out, you know, championship teams do that, or at least teams with championship, um, you know, pedigree or quality or aspirations of being, you know, championship size, you have to do those and do those kind of, I mean, have those kind of, Results in, in those ways, and yep. um, it's that's just good to see. You know, um, just as recent as last year, those those games we lose sometimes. So, really happy to, uh, with the boys, and it was a good good win to have going into this this, this uh, really big first leg. So, yeah, I'm happy. Okay, um, several things, talking points uh, from this game. Um, Sadio Mane got caught up in um, uh, uh, some stuff um, in game <laughs> incidents, but. Um, in the in the pregame um, uh, uh, pod uh, that I did, I said, you know, I wish Sadio Mane would get on the score sheet uh, because you know he's ha- he's carried a lot of he's carried the bucket um, very much so this season um, in in the in the light of the glory of uh, Mo Salah, and he's really been quite selfless in his play. In fact, actually, if I'm not wrong, the statistics show that Mo Sa- uh, uh, Sadio Mane has been the one that's, been, that's provided the most number of assists for Mo. Yep. For Mo. Yep. Um, and, and if you think about it, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be an easy uh, proposition uh, for, for, for Mane to be doing that because simply because he's so used to being the, the, the main guy, uh, you know, in the, at the Saints, you know, carrying the goals and all that, and then to come and to play a supporting role, which is why club has spoken very positively of Sadio Mane's attitude and performance uh, filling this role. And he's done it capably well, despite the fact that people say, ah, okay, he doesn't seem to be in on form so much this season, but he's he's matched and I think he's probably exceeded, if I'm not wrong, uh, if you look at the stats again, uh, you know, his goal tally and his, uh, and his assists uh, compared to last season. So he's done really, really well. But uh, that didn't stop him from being involved <laughs> in um, some uh, dodgy incidents in this game yeah definitely what's your view definitely i think i think sadio's has shown us that he has a little bit of that in him not that i think that he does any of that purposely you know the the boot to the face against the city in the first game this season mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't do that he doesn't do that purposely but he's he's just so full of full of energy and he, he wants to get every ball and do everything that he can to help this team which i admire um and so listen the the, the penalty it's um there's definitely contact there i get it um but but the 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 drama afterwards the 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 way he played that and just kind of just jumped in the air like that that's what made it look bad it, it, in fact in fast motion i thought it was a penalty stone wall you see this replay three or four or five six times and you your, your stomach starts to hurt because you think well damn man you you played that all the way um <laughs> you know you played that one to death so I get that. Um, I think we were quite lucky in this game, though. For, quite fortunate because any other ref, that that ref, really, he really bottled it. Any other ref would have given him that second yellow, and he'd been off. Um, and we don't need money to to be getting those kind of cards um, or getting sent off and things of that nature. So, yeah, you know, we know we know Mane is is definitely capable of, of doing things like that. You know, the, the the header that he intercepts almost from from Virgil Van Dyke. I mean, yeah. I, obviously, I, I don't think he's trying to do anything wrong. But, you know, it happens. I think last season against Sunderland, I think one of these games, he 
he handballed it, like clearly handballed. So he has these moments of, of madness. Um, mm-hmm. But I but I feel like it's always coming from a good place if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does make sense. It does make sense. Um, he he gets, well, <laughs> is that a, for lack of a better term, emotionally involved or he's just so psyched, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. When he plays, and that's all a good thing. We need our players to be to 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 be psyched, especially yeah. you know, of course, with this mammoth game that's coming up uh, this midweek. Can, we need can I say players. one more thing about Mani real quick? Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure you've noticed it, but. I've noticed that he's he's also playing a different role and he's showing some other elements to his game this season. Yeah, it's easy for people to say that he's not doing so well because it kind of just doesn't really sound the greatest, but kind of that shadow of of, of Salah, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But he's playing more of that kind of like just go with me for a little bit here. The kind of Catino role, dipping back a little bit, being creative. If you really, I mean, he's not going to be Coutinho. Coutinho like, yeah, will yeah. never be him. But you know what I mean? Like, he's he's been more of that creative guy, and he hasn't yeah. been that guy who just shows you blistering pace like he did last season. It's almost like Salah has taken that role yeah. on the right. So the goal he gets, he's coming from the right, um, and he gets a goal in that way. So I love the way that we can kind of just in and out, and all those guys can be flexible up front. But Mane is really showing a different level of his game, and I think if people really pay attention, they can, they can learn to appreciate that about him and not look at it as he's – having a bad season he's just doing some different things yeah that in my mind are just showing how he's developing as a player so I, i'm just really proud of him uh, i'm proud that he got the goal in that game he needed it they were booing him um, i'm sure he felt bad that he was maybe costing the, the team or whatever um and to get that goal at that time because uh, we needed it yep. after halftime we needed it really fast we got it so really proud of him uh that's a good shout there um i, I do agree uh to some extent he, he seems to be coutinho-esque uh, I mean, some of yeah. his contributions. Um, yeah, I, I think so. I believe so. I, I, I can. I, I believe I can see that. Um, yeah. I'm so sh- chuffed that he, he scored that goal. Um, you know, he deserves it. Um, in fact, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to punt for him again. Um, again, to be on the <laughs> score sheet this this uh, this midweek. I'm going. I'm kind of punting for him to be on the score sheet again this week. Oh no doubt. Me you too. know, Klopp yeah. says. You know, Klopp says that he 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 tears himself over you know bad performances, Sadio Mane. Mm-hmm. Um, so this just goes, that, that just goes to show um, what kind of player he is, what kind of character he is. You know, he always wants to yeah. do his best for the team. You know, he want always wants to put himself out there, and sometimes doing that puts you over the red line, in a way. Um, personally. I don't think he dived at all, personally. This is just my feel, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, some will say, yeah, why did he, there was a delayed reaction to, to the foul by, by, by mm-hmm. MacArthur on his ankle or, or, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's possible, you know, <laughs> you, you hit someone and then there's a slight delay and then, oh, okay, I feel the pain now and then I go down. It, it's possible. So I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm tending to give Sadio Mane the benefit of the doubt there. So I think that mm-hmm. it was a penalty. But okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. So Abik uh, didn't see that way. Uh, saw it as a dive. Gave him a yellow card. But that ball grabbing thing, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, was, that was, there's a no can do. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he knows better than that. Yeah, he knows better than that. In fact, actually, at the final whistle, you could see actually Klopp actually saying something to to to, to Yes, there. I like that moment. I like that moment. Yeah. Uh, but see, and see, this is the thing. English referees, and you can see, I don't know if this is coincidence or what, but none of them are going to the World Cup. No English refs are going to the World Cup. The consistency is because terrible, Joe. So th- that's the thing. It's like, do I go down here because I've been fouled? You know, the Man United game, Mane's been getting hacked in the box and not getting calls. So I think it's, in his mind, he's thinking, well, damn, I'm, I'm a, I want to stay strong because that's who I am, my character. But it's like, do I do I play this to death? Or maybe maybe that'll get us. I mean, it's it's such a weird thing with the ref because nothing is consistent, man. We had two situations in that game where I think it was Virgil van Dijk and maybe, I don't know, somebody else was getting their, their – oh, it was uh, Mane getting their jerseys almost ripped off of them mm-hmm. in the box. And – not long ago, they were saying they were going to really focus on that and they were going to allow these jersey-tugging moments, but that happened. And so there's no consistency in the English game with the rest, man. And so it's it's really hard to say because, it, like you said, there definitely was contact there. Was it enough for him to do all that? Maybe not, but there was definitely contact there. And, and I agree with you. So it wasn't a dive, per se. You know, we, we, we see guys like um, Deli Ali, Welbeck did mm-hmm. it recently against, I don't exactly. know who he did it. Those are dives, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. or you, if you try to make some kind of contact with, with the opponent. But, um, so that's my thing with Mane. I, I, that's why I kind of feel for him because I feel like 
the ref just aren't consistent enough. And, you know, it's almost like as an attacking player forward, wing or whatever, your thinking is, what what do I do in the situation? Because I can't get the calls if I stay on my feet. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a tricky situation to me, you know. You know, there are three things that you could bet your bottom dollar on, Aaron. One, English managers are crap. Two, English Rest. referees are, cla- are crap. And three, <clears throat> England national team is crap. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Sorry, all English listeners, but um, I'm, I'm um, willing to wager that you probably agree with these three observations yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that's what it is. Um, you know, uh, there was, a, there was an, uh, a small piece that I wrote for our website called The Statements mm. of Stupid Ex-Players Regarding Sadio, Karius, and Salah. Uh, Danny mm. Murphy uh, labeled Sadio Mane uh, a cheat. Uh, he said, uh, post game, he said, you'll see it now better. We had the replay to look at, but when you see the little bit of contact, look at the delay there, and he goes. I still think that's cheating, and that's a dive and a yellow card. And now, um, and I said in this piece, uh, now to agree with the ref's call or disagree with it, depending on your POV, is one thing. But to brand Sadio Mane a cheat is scummy. Danny Murphy yeah. is scum, period. Yeah. Um, yes, Sadio should not have handled the ball. It was lucky not to have been sent off, but we'll take it on the chin and move on. Good thing Neil Swabig is not a red card trigger happy ref. I think he's uh, per red card. 22 game. games. Yeah, so he's he's not so, you know. It's crazy. He doesn't, he, he doesn't send people off. <laughs> so yes. that, it's almost like it was never going to happen. And I think he probably was kind of making up for some small errors maybe. he made earlier in the game. You think about the penalties where the guy with the shirt tugging and maybe the, the, the quote-unquote dive. So... I, I don't know. What's, what's the ref's name? Nils? So, uh, Swabrick. Yeah, he's all right with me, man. He's all right with me. <laughs> well, especially if the decisions he's, he's so... go our way. I'm not going to complain. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, okay. That's about it for this game. Uh, of course, <laughs> I don't know what else is to say about Mo Salah, to be quite honest with you. Uh, he beat two goalkeepers when <laughs> scoring that goal. <laughs> he, yeah, he beat I'm goalkeeper Sako, I mean, and he beat the other goalkeeper as well. So, And, and, and it's, it's just... You know, I think he's naturally left-footed. The, the composure to just switch it over to his, obviously, clearly his weaker foot if he had to pick. And hit that ball, and man, it was great. I think he said something later after the game that, that he had had some situation like that before, and he, he did it the one time, and maybe he missed it or it was blocked. And he had that presence of mind to just think, you know what, let me just try to do something different here and, and, and get the goal. But, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's every week with this guy, it's something else we can say, and we're kind of running out of things to say. So, Yeah, Um yeah, and when I saw that goal, I thought I thought it was an incredible goal because simply because I mean, of course, it didn't seem this way from uh, maybe even the first first view, but I, you know, he had Sako. I believe Sako was diving in, just like a goalkeeper, yeah. <laughs> and then Hennessy go. So you had two you got two players going crisscross across <laughs> each other. One diving, one diving right or left, depending on how you view it. One right mm-hmm. and then one left, and you know he still scored. So <laughs> kudos to Salah. Everything is everything is going in. <laughs> Um, yes, yes, <clears throat> and it's 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 just it's just amazing uh, this form that Salah is. It is. is. I don't know what else to say, man. Um, so there, yeah, I, I'm not sure what what record, new record he's he's made since he scored this goal. I've I've lost count, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I think it's 37 and 41, 40. I don't know, something crazy like that. I mean, in all competitions, of course. Um, I mean, who knows what he's going to end up with. Uh, yeah, uh, he's, he's on another level. He's on another level. It, uh, um, back on Monty really quick, I think it's it's funny. Um, I know these papers have to make up stories and to, to keep, you know, their, their, their papers going, but that whole thing about him and or him being maybe jealous of Salah or them having beef. That's rubbish. Um, it's rubbish. clearly, it, that's clearly not the case. And it, and not, it never was anything that I, I bit on anyway because I, yeah. I just didn't see that. I don't, I don't see either one of them as those kind of guys, so... Yeah. But, you know, you brought up the stat early about him assisting my, uh, Salah the most. Um, so I don't see that. And, and that's that's just a beautiful thing to see them connecting like that. You know, those guys are brothers, literally. You know what I mean? They uh, they, um, they have the same faith. You yeah, know, they're, they're yeah. probably closer than um, we would even imagine. So um, no, it's good to see that that's, there's there's no, absolutely no truth to that. Yeah, it's just like rubbish, you know, media, media stuff. Yeah. Um, hey, um, let me tell you who's becoming rapidly my, my favorite player. Andy... Robertson. 
Yeah, oh you know my what? <laughs> word. He's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And another guy who, just in a season, Joe, you can see he's just growing before our eyes. Oh, I mean, my word. What's happening? Guy, I've got drilling going on here. Oh, uh, it's okay. Uh, yeah, he, he's. I mean, he's doing things that maybe early in the season he wouldn't have done. Um, but that pass, that 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 pass um, for the goal there, uh, I guess that was the first one to. Yeah, the first one to to Mane. Um, just amazing. He did a similar thing in the Wofford game, and um, he's also really good. At, you you can see why the scouts love him, man. He he, his passion. Every time we score a goal, he's probably the first guy there to congratulate congratulate everybody. Yeah. Um, this is energy, man. It's just so. It's so good to have him there, and it, it's really nice knowing that how I think most of us as fans felt about Mourinho and knowing that we had this guy that we got pretty much for nothing that can come in and do this kind of job. Um, it's just one less position we got to worry about, you know, going into big games. You don't have to worry about, oh, God, it's, it's going to be Mourinho. It's going to be Milner. Who is it going to be? We, we know who it is. Um, and, and hope to God it continues, and hopefully he gets no injuries. I mean, I, I'm, I no, was... Yeah, I was really happy to see him start because, um, you know, uh, I think he the, the friendly against Hungary, he, he he got subbed because of dead leg. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah So yeah, I was yeah, kind of worried yeah. that he might not start this game and we're thinking that, okay, what, what's going to be the switch up in terms of personnel with Moreno play or, or Klein even coming in. Um, again, it's good to see Klein back, by the way. Klein is, is a good nick as well. But Andy, Rob mm. has just come in and mm. he is just amazing, amazing. Eight million pounds, dude. Eight million pounds. <laughs> that, yeah, he, he doesn't play like it, man. He doesn't play like it. And uh, you know what it is? He's in training with these these top class play or top class to us um, players every single day. You know, nothing against the whole whole city, but you know he's with these guys every day, and he, they're clicking. They're clicking, and he's playing some of the best football he's ever played in his life. I mean, <laughs> this this guy is just on another level, man. And what's another amazing is right he seems to be equally comfortable as a fullback or as a wingback. Yes, yes, and Superb. that's key. That's really good for us. Superb. You know, when we, we changed the formation to 3-5-2, um, you know, he, he was just as comfortable as a wingback. Um, so his stats, uh, he had, obviously, against Palace, he had one assist, uh, 82% pass success, seven crosses. He had two accurate long balls. Two of them were key passes as well. Uh, 100% tackle success, 100% aerial, uh, aerial matchups won, 75% mm. dribble success. Amazing. He's the man of the match. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. um, what, what I like about him, um, uh, what I like about him, he's that he's old school. You know, he's hardworking. Okay. He, he defends well. And he puts in quality crosses in the final third. Very old school. Yeah, old school. Old school fullback is, is what I've been calling him. Uh, from day one or when he's really, really gotten to the team because that's, that's what he's shown. Um, the ability to play really, really good defensively and then also mix it up um, in the final third. So that's special. Yeah. That's really special. Um, and yeah, like I said, I just the, the, the fact that we got him for that cheap and, and the way he's playing is, I mean, he, he seems like a guy with, that, with his age, he can be there for eight, nine more seasons um, and, and playing really well for all those seasons. Yeah. So, uh, no, he's definitely another guy that is, is really, really – Showing promise and um, just one of the guys you look forward to watching every every. You know, of course you got Salah, you got Mane for me, those guys. But when you can have a left back that you're excited to see every weekend, I mean yeah. that that's kind of crazy to me. And that's been a long time since we've had that, so it's good. Now there's another quality that I like about him. He's um, he's not shy. He 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 puts his foot in in a tackle. <laughs> he's he's a bit oh, no aggressive question. in that sense. No so we need that. We need that. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, any other players you want to give special shout out to? VVD was was good as well. The VVD was good. Try to be a little too cute one time, get a ball away. But uh, other than that, um, yeah, I think that's okay about it, man. When he came um, in, I think I think I think Firmino was definitely had his had his mind on on City. I think he definitely was <laughs> like, you know, I need to, you know, maybe not want to push it too much, get hurt. I don't know, but. Um, I mean, he, he, he was from, you know, so he was always in and around doing things. He did some chasing down and things like that. But he's always big against City. So I'm hoping that's what the case was. And he was just saving saving uh, the best that he had this week for City. Uh, but other than that, yeah, the, the usual suspects, Mane, Salah, uh, Rabo, Van Dyke, of course, is in, the, in, that, in that mix. Um, I think Milner did some things. The midfield was pretty 
pretty poor for me all, all the way around. Uh, midfield, uh, Ox came on, did a little, good, did, did some good things. So, but yeah, I think a lot of these guys were just, you know, they're human. I think a lot of them, whether they'll admit it or not, had their mind on the city game. So, okay, um, the weekend's results um, were good. The other weekend's results. Um, some, I'm not sure why some people wanted uh, Chelsea to beat Spurs. Uh, I put a poll out. Um, so that some yeah. some people wanted Chelsea to beat Spurs. Obviously, Spurs hammered Chelsea. They mm-hmm. totally run out of ideas already. I think Chelsea. Um, I think this was a good result for us. This is my view because um, I think okay. So there's now ten points. There's a ten point gap between us and Chelsea. Okay, they they are on fifty six. We're on sixty six. Although we have played one game more. Um, yeah. But uh, against Spurs, uh, Spurs uh, 64, so eight points gap between Spurs and, and Chelsea. So um, mm-hmm. maybe it's too early for call yet. There's still more games to be played. But I think what we're seeing there in the top four is going to be um, the four teams that are going to finish in the top four this season. It's only going to be about the placement. Do you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, I, I definitely do. Um, if Chelsea was actually good uh, and right now are playing in good form yeah. I, I might be a bit worried but yeah i saw that the the um <clears throat> the poll you put out and i was a little surprised at the amount of people who um wanted i guess chelsea to win uh definitely made more sense to get a little more cushion on them I, and i think how the table is right now it's probably how it's going to be um we could get get past uh, united but i think other than that it, it'll be you know, United or us, second, third, you know, flip-flop, whatever, and then Spurs. Um, Chelsea is done. I think that's it. Uh, them them losing at the weekend, I think, was it for them. They look like a really dead team. The manager looks not not excited, not not interested, um, and most of the players do as well. I think they scored that, that first goal, Morata, got them some confidence, and they thought they might do something. But, no, this works out really good for us. Um, it's not over. A few games left, but I think it's pretty much nailed on that we'll get in that top four and I'm thinking third or second is, is, is how we'll finish it yeah yeah so okay so I think there's, that's one um, headache out of the you know out of the window so I think that's there it's another thing we just have to keep going um, at, you know in this pace and this kind of form that we are in right now and so uh, Champions League qualification is, is in the bag fingers crossed Toes crossed, everything crossed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, just looking at some of the stuff. So, okay, really the, much of the, the, the conversation right now is dominated with uh, Liverpool City. Um, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, Kevin De Bruyne had something to say about um, he's got the comparisons that have been being made between himself and uh, uh, Salah. Um, he said, he said that, uh, KDB said that he is worthy of winning the play of the award, but insisted that he cannot be compared to the Liverpool star. Um, and, and therefore he's distanced himself away from the comparisons with, uh, with, uh, Mo. Um, I'm not sure at what stage this voting and I, I was under the impression that actually most of the voting is over and that players have already voted for, for, um, you know would win the yeah. PFA player of the year and also you know it, it tends to go to to a player in the title winning team so I think Mo is probably up to it up against it in that sense uh, given the fact that KDB has also had a really really good season um, uh, and is in a title winning um, uh, squad right um, so you know, he goes on and says that, you know, you cannot compare. It is impossible. How do the players choose? But at the same time, uh, VVD has said something about, you know, uh, you know, Salah probably possibly still being in the mix, um, you know, to be considered as that PFA player of the year. I'm not so sure. But um, mm-hmm. but then you have this matchup uh, coming right up uh, this uh, midweek. Um, we're going to talk about that in... Uh, just a sec, uh, but as we like to do, we're going to take a short musical break. And when we come back, we are going to review Liverpool versus Manchester City. So uh, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Hey. 
Hey, I'm just making a shout out to uh, our show sponsor, Pitch DMM. So we've been speaking to the guys um, from a new football fan app called Pitch DMM. And I'm pleased to say that we will be able to sh- do on a weekly basis, uh, share some stats with you from the air, from the app live on air. So in order to make this work, we simply need every one of our listeners to download it. This can be done through uh, the uh, Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Um, what we really want is to bring a voice to our fans. You know, I'm a big believer of fan-driven content. Okay, and that's why we started this podcast and all the other stuff that we do. And uh, this is something that we can use to to get our voices heard. So it's, the app is such a valuable tool for fans and clubs alike to bring the fans' voice back to the app, uh, to the club. So once again, uh, look out for this app, Pitch DMM. Pitch DMM. It's available on the Apple App Store as well as the Google Google Play Store. Look out for it. Download it. Install it. And start using it. And um, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, get down to the to the the meat of the discussion, shall we? Liverpool versus Manchester City. Um, oof. Where do we start? So many narratives in this game. Uh, so many narratives in this game. Uh, we started off um, with uh, City lodging a complaint, okay, um, against uh, Liverpool, saying that you know they're going to make the, the place hostile. They're going to use pyrotechnics. <laughs> um, really, basically, you know, uh, unleashing a stampede against uh, City, and then City obviously resorting to uh, legal or you know. Uh, police kind of reports you know it just makes them look kind of bad to be quite honest because you know obviously they can't produce an atmosphere as, as, as well as our lads can do mm-hmm. okay um so there's that narrative there about plastics glory hunters versus uh, the power and the passionate of a mobilized fan base so that's that 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 narrative there um, there's of course the Klopp versus Guardiola narrative. So you can't ex- uh, you can't escape there the the, the history that these two managers uh, bring uh, to this matchup from um, from uh, the Bundesliga uh, till now. Okay, um, we can also talk about narratives with regards to 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 players. Okay, the quality of our players versus the quality of their players. Um, we can also talk about the narrative of, in terms of, um, you know, the title race. You know, the the difference between differential with regards to the the points. Okay, um, but you know, uh, Klopp. Klopp said, you know, that the difference is actually quite small. You know, we're getting closer and closer. Uh, in fact, let me just read what he said. He said, "There's no big difference actually." It's just that Pep has always had better teams than me. You can see that now with Manchester City, they have a lot more points than we do. However, that difference has never been as small as it is now. When we coached at Bayern and Dortmund, respectively, the difference was really, really big. So there's lots of angles that we want to we can look at with regards to this to this game. What is your narrative for this game, Aaron? Or the one that stands out the most for you? Um, that's a good question. I think just uh, again, I feel like people just don't think that we're on the level with City. Um, some of our own fans, of course, mm-hmm. pundits, neutrals, their fans for sure. Um, people just seem to gloss over the idea that it, you know, for large parts of that first game, it, it wasn't eleven v eleven. I think that played a role. Losing five nil should have never happened, but that game would have been totally different. I think everyone knows that if if we had Mane. Second game, they'll say, oh, you had us, but then you catapulted as you usually do in the last five, ten minutes or whatever. So, to me, it's just th- these two teams seem to be forming, um, obviously not a rival on, on the level of Liverpool, Everton, or Man United even, Liverpool. But they're starting to, I think, personally, separate themselves from the, from the rest of the teams um, in this division, I think. And, and so there might be a small little rivalry there. Um, I'm, I'm sure they had one, Bayern and, and Dortmund, when, when both coaches were at, were at those teams, respectively. But I, that's the story for me, to, to prove again, maybe just within our own fan base and, and to ourselves and, and, and to Europe, that, yeah. you know, I know City's pretty and cute and ticky-tacky and they got the best manager and all that, but we're pretty good, too. We're pretty good, too. And, and um, what a way to just knock out 
arguably one of the best teams in Europe, at least this season, and a team who people have on paper as one of the favorites to win this this competition and win every Premier League as long as Pep Guardiola is there. So yeah. it's another chance to just really prove where Liverpool is at. That's my narrative to it. Um, there's so many to choose from, and that's that's the one that, that feels best for me. Yeah. For me, I think, you know, really their complaint, um, you know, <laughs> You know, when, when the fans, you know, started mobilizing themselves and, and uh, talking about, you know, really putting out a show of support, you know, from the welcoming of the coach to the pyros to the raucous atmosphere that, they, you know, that they, they, they will create uh, at this cauldron called Anfield, fiery cauldron called Anfield on a European night, no less. Um, and the complaint then that resulted from, from, and the concerns that resulted from Manchester City as a result. I think that encapsulates everything about this game you see mm -hmm. you see it's because manchester city want exactly that and they don't have it yeah that's what they yeah. want they crave it mm -hmm. they want it they want mm -hmm. to they want to they want to underscore that that fan passion have that fan passion and poignancy with the success that they've had and mm -hmm. that's the one thing that they have lacked which you know runs maybe um whatever success that they've had it's a little ha they actually have a hollow center soulless you know they have they have you know empty seats you said you know empty head yeah you said empty head yeah yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> they have empty seats they don't they don't have iconics iconicism nope. uh, is, is that a word um no but we'll make it one yeah in, in, in their in their stadium in, amongst their fan base they've never really maybe in the past they had that you know when that rivalry where Manchester United was so um, intense and, and United just pulled away but there was still this 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 you know Manchester City were known as the true Manchester club not United because most of the supporters came from London anyway you right. know um, and then all this money came in okay um and now they are the dominant force from a football sense. Mm -hmm. You know, they have this manic, all-consuming desire to, cons to acquire, you know, using their wealth, all the best players in the world, spend 300 million pounds. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that they are failing to acquire is that prestige. And this prestige that comes attached to the glory that only fan support can bring, the passion. So I think that encapsulates, that narrative for me is so critical. I said on the previous show that really what we're seeing is the birth of a new rivalry between City and Liverpool. This United-Liverpool thing is gone. I think it's, it's, it's mm. past. That was in the past. This new rivalry is City-Liverpool. Uh, yeah. Um, what, how do you respond to this? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I was saying. I, I think I think uh, Liverpool and, and City is, is, are definitely um, two teams that I can see really um, be, becoming a rival, especially as long as these managers are there and you know the fan bases don't seem to like each other. Um, all this this whining they're doing right now is just not going to make that any better. So that, that's a yeah. good thing. I think it's a, a pretty it's beginning to be a, a pretty healthy. Rivalry. I don't. I don't see anything majorly violently happening in that game. Uh, you know, outside of that game, off the field. But I do think both sides are very, very passionate about them, their teams, and and um, yeah, I, I think it has all the ingredients uh, for a rivalry. Like you said, the United Liverpool has lost its 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 um its spark for some time now. To me, if we're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the Everton one, we're always going to be on top of them. So those games will, will be interesting because of that fact. But, yep. yes, to me, to me, at City, Liverpool, that was, in my mind, no doubt, the best game of the Premier League season. Um, and to me, the, the, Premier League, the Premier League, honestly, to me, is it's getting a bit weaker over time. I don't want to get too much off topic. but And I feel like the, the, the teams that are, you know, you look forward to seeing are, you know, City, Liverpool. There's not really other, any, any other teams that yeah. you really – Look forward, to, especially this season. Chelsea, nah. Arsenal, no. Tottenham, maybe. But really, it's it's Liverpool and and, and City. So yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I've been saying that for a while now. Um, these two teams with those two managers, it's almost like they're continuing what they had in the Bundesliga. 
and and it, it, it's it's a beautiful thing to see. So I agree. And also again, the the the, the footballing philosophies would, would have to come into play. Um, yes, the positive um, football that both Klopp um, and Guardiola play. It's it you know it's nice to watch. It brings fans into the game. It sells the game of football um, globally. People want to see this type of play. People don't want to see bus parking. People don't want to see negative tactics. They don't want to see all of that. It doesn't. It doesn't make the game look good. You know what I'm saying? Right, um, right. It has to be about free flow. You know, uh, uh, white knuckled. You know, attacking positive football. And both of these managers and 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 encapsulated in the in the in the playing philosophy of their teams show it. So that's a nar- another narrative um, that goes on there. Uh, then, then there's the contrasting attitude uh, narratives which we talked about in terms of the money versus. Well, I wouldn't say that we're poor relatively in contrast, but you can see that, you know, relatively speaking, there's a, that there is, a, there is there is a difference, um, you know, uh, and and in the way uh, Klopp likes to work, um, you know, he said in an interview uh, recently, he said. Um, I make a lot of commercials in Germany, but I cannot act. I have one role, and that's being Jurgen Klopp. Take it or leave it. Okay, I'm inspired by Robin Hood. I read thousands of books, and Boris Becker, we're the same age. He was 17 when he won Wimbledon and shows something special is possible. He believes in that romantic, uh, romanticism, uh, you know, idea, ideals of, of, of the game. And it gels, jives so well with the psyche of Liverpool Football Club and its fan base as well. Doesn't it? Mm. It does. It does. I, I don't think we could have had a better appointment as a manager, man. It's it's just amazing, man. He he somehow, um, in a way, re- relates to, to the fan base. He he right away he just came in and gelled, and, and people people loved him. I think he really really loves it at Liverpool. Um, the 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 job that he has, the difficulties that comes with it, mm-hmm. the history or, or lack thereof that we've had here in the most recent history, mm-hmm. um, the challenge of this job really really attracted him, and I and I respect him for that. Yeah. Um, There's one thing to go to a team like United City with a bunch of money, um, and 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 get off that way, but Klopp's never been that kind of guy, and and people get frustrated with that because they feel like, well, you see all these teams around us spending all this money, you know, surely you have to you know jump in that race. Yeah. But he loves doing things his his way. Um, sometimes to a degree, to, you know, um, maybe to his detriment. But yeah. at the end of the day, uh, I, I do like that characteristic of him. Mm-hmm. I really, really do because it, it is kind of that um, us against the world mentality he has. Yeah. Um, up against the wall, and you can see that the, the team follows follows suit with that. So um, we don't have problems in these big games. Um, I know people are nervous, and, and it's natural to be. I think most of that is it's just because we've been waiting so long for this game. It seems like with the international break, it seems forever. But I have no doubt this team is going to put out a performance. Um, if whether we win, lose, draw, I, I think they'll leave everything on the field in both legs, but especially in this in this home leg. So, no, I, I love Klopp. I'm glad he's our manager. Um, I'm not looking forward to the day that he leaves. I'm not looking forward to it, man, because yeah. he's just doing some really, really special things. Um, so yeah, may it continue. Okay, let's let's get into this game now. Um, sure. Klopp has the best uh, record of managerial success against Pep Guardiola. He's got a record of six victories in 12 games uh, against him with uh, Dortmund uh, and, in, uh, and Liverpool, obviously in opposition to, to Bayern Munich and Manchester City, uh, respectively. Um, however, uh, Guardiola has five wins, uh, and both have had success this season. City winning 5-0 at Etihad in September, and then Liverpool uh, coming out on top 4-3 at field in January. Um, we talked about their managerial styles in terms of their f- football f- principles and philosophy. So neither is going to depart from them, even in a game of this importance. They need they will stick through to 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 uh, what they believe, and what that means really is Liverpool is all out attack. Manchester City is the possession game. Okay, that has been bolted onto the pace of a superb attack. So that's his that's Pep's uh, ball, uh, uh, hallmark. Okay, now. Uh, what needs to happen then on Wednesday night for us, Aaron? Well, that's a good point you just brought up, and I, and I, I wanted to ask you a question real quick. Do you, do you not think that one of them or both of them may – I know it sounds crazy to say because you feel like Klopp, we, we know how he plays. Why would he switch it up for this game? But I don't know. I kind of feel like he, he may need to switch something. I don't know what that will be. It might just be a, sl- a slight tweak to the formation. Maybe, maybe it's a – 
four two three one. Um, we spoke about Mane dropping deep anyway. Um, I, I think whatever we do, we're, we're going to need to. Uh, some weird for some reason, I, I feel like he might go with um, Milner right on the right, mm-hmm. or maybe even Klein. Um, I don't want either, either one of those. I, I want to go with with um, Trent. Uh, this is a big game for Trent at home. Mm-hmm. He is a scouser uh, by birth. He'll he'll know what these European nights mean. Um, he's got to he's got to he's got to learn, and he's got to just learn quick. I know he's young and all that, but he's he's playing in the first team for a reason. Yeah, and he's got to just step up. With that being said, whoever is playing in midfield, whether it be Milner, whether it be Ox, um, and both of those are probably equipped to help him um both having experience as, as playing wing back fullback whatever um we're gonna need to definitely help him on that side because we know city will definitely target him with sane and sane could could take him to the cleaners if we're not we're not careful so i think that's what it comes down to um we know what areas they're gonna try to attack um good thing they don't have a guy like well i won't even say penteke but lukaku can kind of get that knockdown to sane Although they might try that somehow, some way. Um, they don't have a big, big striker, though, to be able to do that, though. But maybe they'll do that with De Bruyne. I don't know. But um, I'd be interested to see how they press us in, in, in this game. I think they'll they'll try to come out and press us. We did that to them in the first game, and we, we, we got a lot of benefit from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it's, it's really just nullifying um, Sané and doing what we can to help young Trent on that side. Um, and, and then, you know, hopefully Emery is, is, is back, even if it's not 100%, 80, 90, 80 85 will be good. Uh, maybe man marking uh, De Bruyne, Silva. See, and people talk about De Bruyne. He is a good player. I get it. Yeah. Um, but to me, Silva is the guy who makes them 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 click. Um, yep. I, I think that's the guy. And when he's missing, um, they they really do hurt. I think he was missing in the game, and we beat them. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's much about doing what we do well. Um, the the center backs playing the game of their life if they can in, in ninety minutes or one hundred and eighty altogether. But. Um, definitely in this game at home, we're going to need to be sound defensively. That's obvious. Um, you know, if we can just nullify them the, the, the best that we can, I, I think we'll get goals, no problem. Uh, my worry is that it, it becomes some kind of goal fest. I don't, I don't want, you know, back-to-back trading goals, obviously. So, um, you know, playing our game, not not, not changing that. But, I, but I, something about it does tell me that Klopp may switch something. What that is, I don't know. Okay. But I'm looking forward to see some kind of surprise, something new, some some new wrinkle. Um, come come Wednesday. Uh, obviously, he's going to. I th- I feel you know uh, with all the talk about you know the cauldron that Anfield is set to be for this game, and no doubt it's going to be it's going to be a massive, 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 massive atmosphere. Okay, that and you know, you know what's going to happen. Okay, uh, in terms of the the electricity of the atmosphere that will be created uh, come Wednesday. So um, what Klopp needs to do then is just basically jump onto that. So that he, that you've got mm. this, this wagon that's already created uh, okay. and it's going yeah. down at speed down a, down a hill. Um, yeah. Klopp needs to jump on that. And when I say jump on that, it means that he needs to get his team to do what they've not been able to do against uh, Palace in that first half. They need to be switched on right yeah. from the start. Now you know um, uh, in the in the January game, um, you know, uh, City were just swamped at the atmosphere. They they yeah. were just swamped, you know. Um, uh, 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 Guardiola himself himself said that they lost a bit of control and they were a bit too involved in the environment of Anfield for many reasons. Okay, uh, and he says that they have to be try to be stable. And all these kinds of stuff. But actually, to be quite honest with you, you can say all of these things. But when you are there in the middle of the pitch at Anfield in such electricity, there is little that you can do. You, you can't control it. You can't control how you feel. Your emotions are, you're just going to get wrapped up because it's just, you know what I mean? It's just wave after wave of pressure that's Relentless. going to come against the opposition team. Yeah. You can talk yeah. about all these things. You can tell yourself and try to psych yourself to think that, okay, be controlled, be, you know, be level-headed, be calm. And then, boom, this bloody thing comes and hits you in the face. And how do you respond? So, yeah. Klopp needs to realize, and, and, and I believe he already knows this, he needs to get these guys come on fully, fully, fully switched on and go for the jugular from the first whistle. I think that's what yeah. he needs to do. 
He needs yeah, to I agree. boom, boom, boom. Hit yes. them with such a ferocity, right? That, you know, yeah. they won't know what hit them. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and we don't have a problem with, with fitness. So the guys will be able to run all day, all yeah. game. Um, so we, we won't get tired. That's, that's never going to be the case against any team. But no, I agree, man. If uh, we can turn it up early and jump on them early, along with that 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 support from the fans, it could be it could be a scary night for City. It could be a scary night. So hopefully that's what happens. So for for City, then um, you know you know what they're 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 good at is basically keeping the ball, keeping the ball, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. keeping the ball away, not just keeping the ball, but keeping the ball away uh, from mm-hmm. the opposition. So that's what they need to do. So we want the ball. And we need to take mm-hmm. that ball and we're going to ch- shove it down that you know the throats. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And their role is to keep the ball away from us. Okay. So that means they're gonna this 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 first five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes, right? It's going to be going to be absolutely critical with regards to uh, the pace of the game and how how the 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 rest of the evolving tactics of the game are going to be set up. Okay. Um, so they they're going to need to take the keep this ball away. From us, and they probably need to be flying into to into our players as well uh, with the ball because they, they, they can't afford us to ha- to string, you know, f- few passes together because you know where their ball is then going to ha- ha- end up in the fluidity of the passing movement uh, that we have, especially with our with our front three. So that's um that's how I see <laughs> this is going to uh, going to going to going to going to going to set up. Yeah. But but see that's how that, this is why that's the, the the exact reason why I feel like it plays in our hands because they're both stubborn managers as good as they are they both they 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 know what they want and they're gonna do it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about it and so for Pep he's gonna try to play that ball from the back and we're gonna eat that up so I, I can't see Pep going long ball and that's the only way you're gonna be able to get past the press so again with that noise with 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 the fans behind the team. If they try to do that 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 um build up from the back shit, it's just not gonna work, man. It's not gonna work. And if we're if we're if we're clicked on, which I can't imagine we wouldn't be, Mane, Salah, especially Firmino, just pressing everybody, all the fullbacks and every, all, all the center backs, I should say. Um, if we're doing that, then I, again, this is why I feel like it plays into our hands, especially being at home first. So um, we know how Pep plays, and that's how he likes to play. You know, he he wants his guys to play from the back and. You know, he, he likes his, his defenders to be football playing and, and good good with their feet, bringing the ball out. So I, I think if they do that, they're, they're in for a really, really long game. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, they do have some chinks in the armor. Um, one chink would be their left back. Uh, their left back position. Um, obviously, Benjamin Mendy. Delph. Uh Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So he, he's, he's had Danilo. He's got... Delph, um, he's he's played that Ukrainian guy as well, uh, Zinchenko, as well. Yo, I thought I thought uh, the, he, the, the, the Laporte. Laporte, he played Laporte against Everton, which they won three one against Everton because Everton are basically shit. Right, exactly. Kind of, yeah. exactly. Um, so maybe he might go for Laporte again in that game. So, um, mm, yeah. whoever he chooses as that left back is going to have a daunting task of marking most. Exactly. 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 Uh, he's Laporte's normal role is actually a center, center back, center half. Yeah, which which is why I think if they do go for him, he's. It's, I mean, it's going to be hard for him anyway, or anybody who plays there, unless they, of course, have a one-off decent game where they 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 play like Ashley Young. But I don't see that happening. Um, so him being a center back by trade, yeah, it's it's going to be difficult for whoever whoever they. I, I prefer them to to go with him. Yeah. It'll be him or Delph. Uh, and, either, and neither one of them are going to be able to keep up with with, with uh, Salah. So well, yeah. we know we know uh, that the way to stop Salah is basically to keep him on his right foot. Right. So, right. but that sounds simpler just stating it because exactly. he's he's exactly. so tr- he's so tricky. He twists mm-hmm. and he turns and he beats players and he's so so direct. Uh, um, and you can you can see that defenders are just. Mentally, psychologically, they're just backing away from him because it's like, oh my God, because you know if he gets a shot off, it's most likely going to go in. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how hot he is. So just saying, okay, uh, keep him on his right foot. Uh, yeah, <sighs> yeah, fine. But he's just going to outturn you and he's going to do something ridiculous. So that's, um, that's uh, Salah. Okay, which is why I think, you know, uh, players like Mane, 
that's why I'm punting again for Mane to get on the score sheet because I think he's, you just need the, you know, him to fly under the radar, forget people to forget that he's on the pitch, <laughs> you know, and then he pops right, up right, and right, then right, he right, does right. something, yeah. you know. And then, of course, there's uh, uh, Bobby uh, as well. Uh, they also will have to cope with our press. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, and our press, we, we play the high line defense. Uh, VVD has been so good. I mean, he himself is an outlet for some speech peachy passes, uh, uh, you know, up, up the field. Um, you know, he, he, he seemed to have this eye to pick out a, a strong pass. Um, you know, so, you know, we need to, 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 to be on with our press as well. Now, um, that's one thing I didn't see very, going very well in the Palace game is our midfield. Uh, do you think Ginny will start yeah. this game? I hope not. He shouldn't. He definitely shouldn't. Um, what's your, what's your, what's your midfield, what's your midfield combo? Oh, good. Yeah, I was waiting to talk about that. Um, for me, I think it has to be a knock on wood. Emery's healthy, so Emery, Ox, and uh, Henderson. For me, um, I don't think I don't think Henderson was great either um, at Crystal Palace. But um, you know, Genie. See, I, I'm, I'm torn to be honest because you, this could be a game where Genie just steps up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the the team might be playing good, and, and Genie has a way of just. However the team is playing, he kind of blends into that. He'll do some really great things. If we're really bad, then he's bad. If we're really good, then he he kind of blends into that. So um, it's, it's hard, but if I, yes, that, that's probably my, my final answer. I, I think Emery, Ox, um, Henderson, I think Ox played really well against City at, at, at Anfield. And we're going to need that pace with him, you know, trying to stick with De Bruyne and, and Silva and, and, and minimize what they're doing. Milner, I think miss, uh, misses out, man. I, um, I, I think he's mm. been a really good servant for us and, and can do some really good things and, and has some experience, of course. Um, played at City for a while. He knows some of those players. But, again, it's, it's going to be a fast game, man, um, up and down the pitch. And I just don't know if, if Milner's up for that, honestly. And I, I think that's probably harsh on, on Milner because he's been really, really good. But mm. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't see him, I don't see him being able to, to keep up in that City game. That's just me, though. Um, I actually have two names straight right down uh, on the on the on the on the sheet for the midfield, and one of them is Ox, mm-hmm. and the other one is actually Milner. <laughs> I've got both these guys down, Milner and Ox. I think mm-hmm. the experience is going to come in useful. Um, he shines in a, in a, in big game at, at uh, atmosphere, Milner. Uh, Ox, of course, mm-hmm. because of his of his drive, his energy, uh, he makes yeah, things yeah. happen. Uh, and so that's then then there's that third midfield slot. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. you've got Hendo, you've got uh, Emre, uh, and you've got Ginny. So obviously Ginny is the odd man out there. So then it's going to be between Hendo and Emre. Um, I so hope... you don't think you don't you don't you don't think Ginny goes in either then? No. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, of course we're just you know theorizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Um, that's what he said, you know, maybe Ginny might have one of these, you know, one in, mm. what, one in five or one in six games that he does well. See, that's the thing, I know, yeah. Is this the know. fifth or is this the sixth that he does well? I have no idea. It's right. at Anfield, so. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't that one of the, the games he scored in last season? It was like a tight 1-1 mm. with City. Was that City or was that somebody else? He got a header deep into that game. Anyway, uh, yeah. I think I think City was one of those games that he, he stepped up in out of the blue and nobody expected it, but. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one, and then Lalana, poor Lalana, he's totally done. It looks like. Um, uh, bad. But bad. Uh, sorry for him, man. But yeah, 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 it's it's rough. It's rough. But that's who we got, man. Um, uh, yeah, I, I uh, the midfield will be interesting. It'll be really key to to what we do. That's for sure. So whoever's playing, um, I don't. I didn't. I haven't looked up any Liverpool news today. What? Well, not anything on Emery. So I don't know what his recovery situation is looking like. Yeah. Uh, I think I think City might be missing um, what's the striker, not not Jesus Aguero. Aguero. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, but the midfield is definitely gonna gonna be uh, interesting in this game for both teams, and then that might be where the game is won. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, so I think that's where the this game is going to be to be won, really. Uh, yeah. In, in 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 the midfield. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just reading this tweet right now from from football following at footy following. The key on Wednesday evening is LFC's two side or less offensive midfielders. I don't know what that means. Okay, less offensive, like Henderson and Emery, 
Henderson with Emery or Milner or Wijnaldum? Not really following. They'll have to track KDB and Silva while ensuring the fullbacks are not doubled up upon by City's wingers, especially Leroy Sane. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where it's going to be. That's going to be where it's going to be won, really. Um, and taking our chances, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be chance. interesting. Okay. Uh, Scoreline prediction. Yeah, um, I'm going four two. I'm feeling it. I'm Oof. feeling like we're gonna get some goals. Um, I think City will 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 score at least once. Um, be happy if they didn't. But I, I think, I think four two. I think those first fifteen twenty minutes they fill each other out, kind of cagey, and then it'll be all hell hell breaks loose. Um, and and we'll get the goals. We'll get the goals, and and maybe kind of like that that second game at Anfield. Um, we we drop a bit maybe and and that's where they they get one back or maybe a, a silly set piece or something like that. But I do think we will win the first leg and I think it'll be by two. So yeah, four two. My interesting scoreline that two goals away for them. Okay, yep. I am gonna go. I am gonna go. Uh, what the hell? Three nil. I'm going for three nil. Okay. Yeah, I I prefer that. I prefer that. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go for three nil. I think we're gonna keep a clean sheet. And I think we're going to blitz them. Of course, <laughs> I've been wrong many times before, but that doesn't seem to stop yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mate. Uh, thanks uh, very much for joining me on the show. Uh, thank you very much, listeners, uh, for bearing with us. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. I uh, hope to have a positive result uh, this midweek. Uh, Aaron, thank you very much. Uh, let's hope for a great game. Talk to you soon, mate. This is how it's going great. To be. Cheers, bye. This is what you think of me. Going down like I told you. This is how it's gonna be. I'll be the last man standing here. I'm not going anywhere. It's going down like I told you. I'll be the last man standing here. I'm gonna rock you. Begging for mercy, oh I'm dangerous So dangerous I'm dangerous So dangerous mother up in here and I'm about to make it clear it's going down like I told you I'm the baddest mother up in here I'm gonna rock you I'm gonna rock you I'll have you begging for mercy begging for mercy oh Cause here I come What you gonna do? I'm gonna rock you